All right. Podcast number episode 111. Now, I might be wrong on that, um, but whatever. We're about to get started. Fuck it. You know, <laughs> bing bong. <laughs> I'm on TikTok way too much. Um, so tonight's episode, I know it's been a while, guys, but I'm back. Um, but tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about setting standards and setting standards at the beginning of your relationship, right? Um, one thing that I've been doing lately, right? I, ever since I got an assistant and I have my assistant, um, you know, book, like schedule my calls for me. Right. And I've been doing a lot of phone calls lately. Like I've been doing a lot of phone calls, like private consultations and doing my private consultations. One thing, one big mistake that I see guys make is setting these false standards from the beginning of their relationship that they ultimately cannot maintain. And that's one of the biggest mistakes that I see guys making nowadays. And for tonight's uh, podcast, that is something that I want to expand upon because guys, it's like you guys don't even realize you're doing it, right? Aside from motherfuckers just always booking consultations and being on Patreon and not even like not even studying any of the information. It's like a library worth of information in there. You guys aren't even watching. It's just crazy. So that's what we're going to talk and I talk about in tonight's podcast. Um, I'm going to play this song. Uh, we're going to play Pasha Two Times Want Me. Really good song. I do have these guys have so many songs, but that's what we're going to play tonight. So after we play the song, we're going to get into the podcast. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we're going to get into it right after the song is over. <laughs> In my place, I swear they want me gone. Am I A? Not today. And she gon' let us shot from the back in our And when I hit it right, she gon' say, Just tell me that you want me. That was Pasha two times. Want me? That is on all streaming platforms. Go download. Don't download that today. And uh, let's get into tonight's podcast. So, basically, what I was talking about is setting standards from the beginning of your relationship. And I feel like 
well, not feel like because I'm seeing it. You got to understand, I speak to so many guys during the week. Um, a lot of guys book consultations to talk. Um, a lot of varying issues, like a lot of guys have a different, everybody's not going through the same thing exactly, but most guys are going through similar issues. And one of the biggest things that I see is guys setting wrong standards from the beginning of their relationship. Um, for example, if I say like, you know, well, if I say, you know, you need to put some scarcity on your attention, right? Meaning she doesn't value your attention because you talk to the girl all day long. You talk to her all day long and this repeats day after day after day after day. Now, you're so readily available that there's no value on your attention. Now, when you're so readily available, it's like, okay, well, um, you know, how can I miss this person? Like, I, I can speak to him whenever I want. There's no rush to get there. There's no rush to do that. Uh, you know, he's so easily accessible. You know, it's like diamonds, you know, like, you know, diamonds are, you know, supposedly rare. I have a feel a certain way about it. But let's say if you go into a store and it's the last the last item of its kind, it has some rarity on it because it's not so readily available, which, you know, you know, it makes the people who, who are selling it charge at such a high price because it's not always there. Now, not saying that you have to deliberately, some people do, but not saying that you have to deliberately ignore your girl, but put, be on your purpose. And when you're on your purpose, this helps. But some guys make the female such a priority that they don't understand you're hurting yourself in the long term. Let's get into it. And this is one of the things that I see with most guys. So let's say if I'm, if I had a few guys, well, one guy who's coaching right now, um, I have other people that are coaching, but this one case in particular, um, you know, he did a bit of a reset, um, coming back from the reset, he did it wrong. Um, if you want to know where the reset is, that is on Patreon. So you guys go check that out, but he did his reset wrong. And now I tell him like, listen, all right, his girls, he feels as if his girl is getting a bit tired of him. She's getting tired of him because they, and I said, what is the issue? Well, he said, we talk every day. We speak every day. I said, okay, cool. So this is what I need you to do. I need you to take away your attention some. So stop talking as much. So one day I tell him, don't talk to her for the rest of the day. This girl thought he was fucking dying. I kid you not. I kid you not. She thought he was dying. After like three hours, she said, okay, cool, bye. Because this is a normal thing that he does, that, that she does, and he reacts to it. But he didn't go for the bait this time. And he said that he was implementing anxiety. I said, you are a fucking liar. Because if you were implementing anxiety, your girlfriend wouldn't think you were dead. This girl went so far as to call his, and I've seen this plenty of times with different guys. It's just been a while since we've seen it this much. Uh, she called his sister. She called his sister because she thought he was dead and he didn't reply. He didn't reply. And you're right. It's anxiety. But he said he was implementing anxiety. Motherfucker, you didn't implement no anxiety. And I know you didn't never implement any anxiety in your relationship. Why? Because this girl is panicking. She did. Her not talking to him all day was so foreign, she thought he was dead. She called her, she called his sister crying, blew up his phone, called him so many times that she did she couldn't even conceive as to why he wasn't answering his phone. And then he's having a hard time understanding why <clears throat> his his attention isn't valued, right? 
Because, you know, she, he says, oh, she's getting tired of me. Well, she talks to you every single day. Every single day. You're not giving a girl a chance to miss you. You're not giving a girl a chance not to respond to you. And even furthermore, he told me that before we did that, he said, you know, well, I was at work one day and I didn't get to reply to her all day. And she said, "Okay, have a nice day. Dude, he's working. But see, this is the problem. You guys don't set these boundaries at the beginning of your relationship. You got to set these boundaries. So if meaning if you talk to this girl all day, right, and you do this for months, you talk to this girl all day eventually those feelings are going to start to dissipate. She's not going to feel the same. Why? Because there isn't any value on your attention. Your attention, it, you're so readily available. Same thing with hanging out every day. You see this person every day. You hang out with this girl every single day. You have no healthy space. And you expect her to be in love with you and be crazy about you the same way when she first started talking. This is how you maintain your relationship. You got to have healthy space. But you have to set these standards from the beginning, because the problem is you guys reach out to me. Right. To try to fix your relationship. Well, I said, OK, well, you're going to start needing healthy space. Right. And a girl doesn't know this is what's best for her. Because she doesn't know what that is. She doesn't know what it means to be in a proper relationship. She may know a little bit better than you, right? But so when I tell guys, okay, cool, this is what you need to do. Go some hours without talking to her. When you're at the gym, don't text her. When you're at school, don't text her. When you're at work, don't text her. Allow the girl to miss you. Allow the girl to think about you. Implement and, and it's crazy because her you not talk you not texting for uh, texting her for a work shift you not texting her for like four hours shouldn't be any form of anxiety that should be normal but because you guys don't set these standards at the beginning of your relationship it's so foreign to the girl that when you do it she thinks that you're cheating she thinks that you don't like her anymore she thinks that you don't love her anymore she thinks that you're fooling around she comes up with all the assumptions in the world because. You don't know what healthy space is. I remember a while back, I had I had a I had a uh, I had maybe like two married two married guys. He's like, well, it's kind of hard because I live with her, dude. Go to your fucking friend's house for the weekend. Go to your parents' house for the weekend. If you don't live with this girl, go to your if you live with this girl, go to your parents' house. Go 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 to the gym. Don't talk to her while you're in the gym. Like I was in the gym, I left my phone in the locker. Oh, how do you listen to your music? Well, I didn't this time. Or I put my phone on do not disturb. Like, it, like you got to have some healthy space. I don't give a fuck if you go to 7-Eleven and sit in your car for an hour. You need space. Go hang out with your friends. Go take a vacation with your family. Go take a vacation with your friends. You need healthy space because if you don't allow that person to miss you, then it, eventually the feelings are going to dissipate. And this is how you keep the feelings alive. But the big problem is, and you make the shit harder for me, is when I say don't talk to that girl for a day. You've never went, you, you've been with the girl X amount of years and you never went one whole day without talking to her? WTF, like what the fuck? Like, hello. And do you wonder why she's losing feelings? 
You wonder why she's flirting with her coworkers. And the very act of not speaking to her in a day usually puts you on the front of her mind. Think about it. If she's so used to talking to you all day, every day, she's used to seeing you all day, every day. And just all of a sudden you say, you know what? Um, I'm not going to text her for 10 hours. So you don't text her for 10 hours and it's, it's out of the routine, right? So when she says, okay, well, damn, I didn't, he didn't text me for 10 hours. Is he okay? Like, what is going on? She's going to, she's going to call you. She's going to blow up your phone. She's going to hit you up and she's like, well, are you okay? Are you alive? Then she's probably going to start to worry because it's so out of the norm. Now you're on the front of her mind. Now let's say, okay, you say, well, babe, I was just busy or I'm just going through something. I don't want to talk about it. Are you saying like I was at work, right? Okay. You'll get a pass the first time. But then the next day, maybe not 10 hours, you ignore for two, two to three hours, right? Okay. Um, she notices that. Now, if you make this a bit of a habit, just not texting her all day, she's going to think that you lost feelings. She's going to think that you lost feelings or you're cheating or something like that. But you need to give her just a little bit reassurance. You give her a little bit reassurance. You say, hey, I do care. you. I do care about you. I do love you. Um, and I do want to be with you. But I was I was busy. I'm I'm doing I'm doing work. Right. And then and then she'll probably give you a hard time about it. But then you need to pose a question. You need to pose a question. Hey, I have a question for you. So do you um, expect for me not to have a life of my own? She'll be like, no, I don't I don't think that any rational girl will say that. Right. But then and then you have to pose a question. So why do you get upset if I'm not talking to you every second of the day? Well, you don't have to talk to me every second. Okay, well, I was at work and you blew up my phone and 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 some girls are extreme. I've seen girls that are that are show up to the job. Uh, I've seen girls that are threaten him. I've seen girls that are blow up his phone, call his mama's phone, call his brother, just all types of extreme shit. Break up with him, all types of shit because he didn't answer his phone for a few hours. But these are standards, unrealistic standards that you're setting at the beginning of your relationship. The very least, you need healthy space, especially if you're going to get married. But and I believe this is the one of one of the contributing reasons why divorce rates are so high, and eighty percent of them are initiated by women, because men don't understand how to be in a relationship, and you set these false standards very early on. You don't know what it means to implement anxiety. In the Journal of Psychology, they put it. No, I think it was the University of Israel. Uh, some some university in Israel, they put out a study and they said that in anxiety increases attraction to your partner in woman when you implement some form of anxiety. This is real shit. I'm not pulling this shit out of my ass. This is why toxic guys do so good. The girls say, I don't want a toxic guy. I don't want a toxic guy. But then when they get the guy who's a good guy and he's normal and he's a regular guy, they end up leaving them. I'm a true believer in that most women don't know themselves and they don't know what they want. So you setting the standard of talking to her every day, you setting the standard of uh, hanging out with her every day, very unrealistic, very unrealistic, and it will not work long term. Hold on. Sorry about that, guys. But yeah, so it, it's just it's just not realistic, and it and long term it does help it does hurt you, especially when you call yourself reaching out to me, trying to ask me for help, 
And then I say, okay, well, this is what you have to do. You have to put some scarcity on your attention. You can't be so readily available. So when I say, okay, cool, you can't be so readily readily available, then you introduce yourself to another hump, another another obstacle in your relationship because you've been behaving in a certain way for so long in your relationship that when I tell you to do something different, it's so foreign. It's so foreign to the relationship that it starts up other problems. So then what you have to do is you have to start using reasoning. You have to start, uh, uh, you know, speaking in a certain way. You low key got to like, you low key got to like uh, uh, take your time and take baby steps into getting into this routine of of like, um, you know, not talking to her all day. You can't talk to the girl all day. You can't do it. You got to have some space. You got to have some time to yourself. That shit is not cool and it's not healthy. It's not. You know, it's the same thing with hanging out every day. I, I, you motherfuckers, you tell your girl you love her. Okay, well, have you ever not said it? You say it every night. Try some days not saying it. You know, try some days not saying it. It leads and hanging and, and it's got a lot of problems with hanging out every day. Leads to less of attraction, loss of attraction, right? You know. And, and keep trying to keep up with that standard, it's hurting you. It's hurting you. Let's say if you hang out with your girl every day and y'all hook up every day, y'all get it, y'all get bumping every day, y'all be in them sheets every day, going hard, right? You see these dogs in your front yard, just know I'm upstairs going hard. <laughs> Bing bong, <laughs> you know? So like, but no, seriously, on a serious note, y'all in, y'all in sheets every day. You think eventually she's going to be like, oh, I'm not in the mood today. Whoa, what happened? Then y'all hit me up. KB, my girl said, uh, KB, my girl said that she's not, uh, she doesn't want to have sex anymore. We didn't, we didn't have sex in one, one whole week. We didn't do it in a whole week. I don't know what the, what the problem is. Okay, well, what happened? Do you guys see each other? Yeah, we hang out every day. We do it every day, and now all of a sudden, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to make love to me. I don't know what's going on. First of all, calm your ass down, right? Yeah, yeah, be panicking. But if you see the girl every day, yeah, do it every day. What the? What do you expect? Hello. That's like common sense. You need healthy space, and if you're married. You need even more. Because you're going to see the woman every day if you live with her. So don't speak to her when you go to the gym. Don't speak to her when you go to work. Go to your parents' house for the weekend. Take some take some time off from her. That's how you maintain a long-term relationship. And then when you try to change it, it hurts you even more. It hurts you even more because she's going to give you a hard time about it. Why are you not texting me? Why are you not doing this? Where have you been? I don't understand. You didn't text me for two minutes out of the day. What? You know? It's just an unrealistic standard. Now, with that being said, you do have exceptional cases. You have exceptional people. 
There's always exceptions to rules. You do have exceptional people who can talk every day. You do have exceptional people who can see each other every day and still love each other. And just it, the love just stays there forever. Those are rare cases. That is fewer than many. Once again, that is fewer than many. It is a very small percentage of people who can operate like that. But there are people like that. I've seen it. I've seen it. But you have a lot of things that are contributing to our generation that makes that unrealistic. We live in a different time. We live in a different generation. Everybody's a little more accessible. If you think about it just, and I did a whole podcast on it, but if you think about it, maybe 50s, 60s, and 70s, we didn't have cell phones. So I'm not texting you all day, every day. It's impossible. That's not a thing. Even if I called you on the phone and said, hey, I'm going to come over. I, however long it takes me to get to you, I have to knock on your door. While I'm at work, I can't text you. You're not hearing from me. Naturally, you have some healthy space. Things are different nowadays. You got to learn not to respond to that text sometime. You got to learn to just be submerged and focus on the task in front of you. That's why I love boxing. Boxing, I can't, I can't text while I'm in the boxing gym. Maybe in a fitness gym, my hands are wrapped. I have gloves on. I'm engaged in what I'm doing. There is no instance where a phone can be actively gauged in my hand. I'm texting someone. I can't be on FaceTime. I can't be calling. It is a natural. It is, is a beautiful thing. Very engaging sport, and I love it. It's an unrealistic goal. Like It's like, it's like when it comes, this is one thing with me. When it comes to opening car doors, I guess it can be okay. I guess, right? I guess. But me, one thing, one reason why I never did it in particularly, right, was I knew that was something that I couldn't maintain, right? I knew it was something that I couldn't maintain. I remember my ex was like, how come you never open car doors? Because first of all, what the fuck is wrong with your hands, right? Two, I know that I'm not going to be coming, going to be able to come and open that door every single time. And then when I finally did it, she punished me for it. Now, but that was towards the end of our relationship, right? I mean, I eventually got her back, but I, I didn't want her after that. But the point is, when I finally did it, you're seeing such a, a strong person and have such an alpha personality just naturally that when I did it, it was looked at as weakness. And then she realized that's not what she wanted. It's an unreal, you have to stop with the unrealistic standards. And one thing that I want to talk about is uh, expectations with love. Uh, having female friends. If you say, oh, I don't want you having friends. She's like, oh, you're going to talk to her? Stop. You, you downplay. Like, listen, she is a friend. And if you don't trust me or if you have insecurities that you can't deal with, you know what, baby? I don't know what to tell you. But she is a friend. I understand that maybe you had a, a boyfriend that cheated on you in the past. Uh, maybe you, know, you had a boyfriend that, that did stuff, but you don't. Listen, I, we're not about to have that type of dynamic. She is a friend, and it is what it is. Now, she might get mad and not talk to you. Well, you let her ass go over there and, and be mad until she's not upset anymore. And let her know this is not something we're going to compromise, right? Set, set standards and boundaries. What do we consider as cheating? If I talk to another female... That's not cheating, right? If I, if I like, you know, if I'm having a conversation, if we're laughing, you got to set these standards. If I'm at a party and another female dances with me, you might not like it, even if you're not there. But is that cheating? No. 
You have to set these standards because when you don't talk about these things at the beginning of your relationship, what tends to happen is the story of, uh, you know, one of the coaching clients that I had, his name was John. Let's talk about John. I'm not going to say his last name. You can be anybody named John, right? So let's try to wrap this up before the, you know, the time is up. So John was with his girl. Um, I feel like low key, he attracted certain situations because he was just a little, he would overthink sometimes, but that's not the point. The point is John was with his girl. He had a relationship that was going good. One day he went out to a bar. One day John went out to this bar and what happened? He told me that uh, he was just, you know, he was having fun at the bars with his boys. He was like dancing with people at the bar, talking to girls at the bar, but he didn't cheat. He didn't cheat. Um, he didn't cheat, and I guess he was dancing with a girl at the bar. But at that bar, there was, um, there was, I kid you not, his girlfriend's ex, his girlfriend's, uh, his girlfriend's sister's ex-boyfriend's little sister was at the bar, hit her up, and told him, hey, um, I saw your boyfriend at the bar dancing with other girls, right? So... She hits up John and says, oh, I can't deal with this no more. Um, I saw that you, I heard that what, what happened at the bar. And she said, I want to break up. So John technically did the right thing, but he should have asked. Because I say, you know, when somebody wants to leave you, you know, just let them go. Because you can't fight that. If they really genuinely want to leave you, then they will leave you. And if and deep down that's what they want, that's not something you can fight. So you don't sit there and beg for them back. You let them go. And if they genuinely want to go, they'll go. Because at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want anyway. He did that. But the one thing he should have did, he should have said, why? What is the reason? He didn't ask why. So he let a month go by. He gave it some space. He tried to go for the reset. But when he came back, it was a little too late. Why? Because she had these standards that if, you, if you're talking to someone at the bar, if you're flirting with someone, if you're dancing with someone, that was cheating. So in her head, she considered that cheating. Are you fucking serious? And the crazy part about it, she heard from her her sister's ex-boyfriend's little sister. That shit sounds crazy. So not only are you believing a complete stranger, oh, that she would never lie over your boyfriend for like five and six months. You're just like, you're talking about something so minuscule that's not even cheating. My point is, set these standards and set certain boundaries. Have these discussions before you jump into a relationship. You got to say, listen, it's, it's kind of like insurance. It's kind of like insurance. It's like, hey, um, you know, do you consider this cheating? And she has these unrealistic expectations. If you talk to another girl, if you have any female friends, if I see you looking at another girl naked, that is cheating. If I see you tying your shoelace and the girl is next to you, that's cheating. Like what? If I see you following more than eight girl accounts and they are not your family members, you're a cheating whore. Like some girls have these unrealistic, crazy standards. And if you don't talk about them and you don't say, hey, listen, before we get into this relationship, I, we need to talk about some things, right? This, 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 that. How do you feel about that? Okay, well, I don't consider that cheating. We need to work this out. 
How are we going to do this? Because I'm not getting into a relationship with you. If you think if I talk to another female, I'm cheating. If you have insecurities, if you have trust issues, that's something that you need to deal with on your own time. But I refuse to be in a relationship with somebody where I am being stalked, uh, being guilt tripped, um, you know, being manipulated into thinking that I'm a bad person because I literally talked to another female. Do you consider dancing with another female cheating? Okay, it may be a little disrespectful. I can understand that. But that is not cheating. And you, because you never set these boundaries, these are problems that you're going to go through in your relationship. Set your fucking boundaries. Don't wife that girl until you do. And if you are already, sit down and have that conversation. And she's like, oh, you're talking to other girls. So what? Am I, did I cheat on you? Do you not trust me? Unless you have a, unless you have a history of cheating and she, the trust is already gone. Okay, cool. That's different. You may need to book a private consultation. Hit the link in the bio. But set your boundaries, dude. You guys, you guys don't know what you're doing at the beginning of relationships. You get in, you gauge in these relationships, you set unrealistic standards, and then you wonder why you're going through the problems that you're going through. And I get it. Most men don't even know this realm of game even exists. And yes, it's game. It's and there's a difference between playing games and having games. There's a difference. When, when when the premise is set around honesty, that's not playing games. It's having game. It's a cold intelligence. There's a difference between the two. We're going to wrap this podcast up. Maybe I'll take two questions from my Zoom guys, if anybody has any. Pasha two times want me.